jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! Spooky scary! Are you yeah. scared, Stacy? I feel like I'm like this is our Geico commercial. It's just <laughs> Ooh, Geico! You could get haunted or you could get Geico! <laughs> Use code Deborah Hill for 10% off. Ugh, I just I can't wait. Commercials. Oh, what what don't you love about a brand that doesn't have a, a brand identity? God, you know, I went to the movies <laughs> last week, and I remember. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when there weren't commercials at the movie theater. Here we go, Andy Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember when <laughs> you go down to the Nickelodeon, pop in. A- Buffalo Nickel. Our theater is called the Nickelodeon. How did you know? Oh my god. <laughs> I just get on my velocipede and I pedal on down to the Nickelodeon. What did you what what did you see in the movie theater? Because Suspiria uh, is not out, Stacey, I anymore. I don't know what I saw. I was just pretending it was Suspiria. <laughs> Just just eyes closed with your arms up in the air, smiling. Doing Volk in my seat. (laughs) You're playing the soundtrack (laughs) next to you alone in the theater. (laughs) Hey, listeners, we're never going to get tired of Suspiria. You know, no, I went to see The Favorite for the second time. Oh, I still need to see that. I've yeah, heard it's you great. Do. It's great. It's fantastic. It's some great uh, lesbianic uh, activia, right? Yeah. 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 And just great performances. Like, it's it's just so good. It's so good. I mean, I was sold with the trailer, like, the first time I saw it. Yeah. I just, I just wasn't sold enough to see it yet. But I... But- it- <laughs> In fairness, I've been living in a cabin in the wilderness, so. This is true. This is true. Well, when you see it, you'll say, why did I take so long? That's what I'm going to say, probably. Yeah. At least you have it to look forward to. Oh, you're right. See, that's turning that frown upside down. That's what I do. Like, (laughs) I'm looking for, I'm glad that that movie Glass is out now, because that means I never have to see that fucking trailer ever again in my life. Oh my god, where he does the stupid face, and then he's like, when I, when I was in New York, like, a couple weeks ago, there was, uh, or last week, god, this has been a crazy month, there was, Times Square was full of glass ads, and one of them was this, it was the entire length of a building, which, like, a New York block is kind of long, and it was, it was just James McAvoy doing that stupid face as he, like, gallop runs with his muscles. (laughs) Like, 
are those all real muscles? Because his I... shoulders, like his, what are those? The ones, you know, are those their delts? Whatever oh, they the, are. The things, they, the they like, the... to his ears. Yeah, they're like what, um, uh, what Zangief has in Street Fighter. Exact. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. He just you know, looks like a big thumb. I <laughs> I don't know if they're real, but I'm willing to volunteer to inspect them and make okay. sure. You can squeeze yeah. them. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, <laughs> if it's like memory foam. <laughs> this is muscle. NASA shit. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking <laughs> Tipperpedic, James McAvoy. That's the twist, M. Night. <laughs> fucking memory foam <laughs> uh, like i love sarah paulson but i don't love her that much oh see that's i'm cur- oh sarah paulson keeps doing these films that like makes me want i mean and sandy b with uh bird box but now mm-hmm. glass too i'm like oh and anya taylor joy i love yep. her so mm-hmm. i'm like so tempted i haven't seen split either but i'm i'm tempted to dive in just for the sake of those two amazing queens I can't, I just can't, that trailer, I've seen it so many times, and it looks, I mean, if you, if, if that's your thing, you know. So it's what, it's like, whose thing is that, like, who's like, oh man, glass, oh, I'm sure like half, (laughs) It's the the extended Shlama universe, Shamalama universe. (laughs) Shlama universe? Yeah. Like, it's, (laughs) right? All I saw, I saw Unbreakable once. Yeah, me too. That was enough for me, but people love it, apparently. I don't remember it being very much of a special thing. I just remember at the end, they were like, oh, superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of it, right? It was like Bruce Bruce Willis wears a trash bag and <laughs> Samuel Jackson wheels around and is menacing. Yeah. And, and he's like, hey. I never saw, but I didn't know that was supposed to be a superhero type thing as well. Well, I heard at the very end of it, it, it like, the twist was that like it ties into Unbreakable or something. Mm. So I guess the twist is the new movie. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it was like, you know, the trailer, Sarah Paulson's in the mental asylum talking to somebody and it's like the grandparents from the visit. Oh, then yeah. I'd be interested. Yeah. Yeah. And they're if like, it was what? the grandma galloping across that lawn. I'd Which she, she did at night. Why don't you yeah. crawl into the oven to clean it? Yeah. <laughs> I liked the visit. I loved it. it. Yeah, the kids the kids were like also great in that movie. Mm-hmm. And and like, yeah, Alzheimer's like grandparents, like sundowners, that's it's terrifying. They did such a good job with that movie. Mm-hmm. Except Except as we're sitting there in the theater watching it, 20 minutes in, not even, no, like, like literally seven minutes in, Jason leans over and he like whispers, oh, I think, and then he tells me exactly what the, what the movie is. Yeah. And then the whole movie, I'm like angrily watching it, waiting for him to be proven right. And, and then it happens. Yeah. yeah. And then on the way out of the theater, I was like, you jerk, you yeah. bastard. <laughs> you you- ruined it. You ruined that wonderful movie that I knew a twist was coming in, and I'm so upset. Well, I think M. Night Shyamalan has ruined them all for himself, because now it's like, what's the twist? It's like Orphan, which I've mentioned on this show, which I loved, but like they told you in all of the advertising for it that there was a twist. So the whole time I'm watching it, I was trying to figure out the twist rather than just being involved. And I was like, I know she's going to untie that choker and her head's going to fall off. I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, she was a primordial dwarf or whatever she was. 
And like going back to a conversation we previously had about hereditary, like that's why that was that scene was so effective because the trailers misled you in the opposite way. Yes. Where it doesn't it doesn't tell you something as horrible is gonna happen like a quarter of the way through the movie. Right. Don't tell me that there's a twist. Yeah. I don't need to like I while I do enjoy being Jessica Fletcher on my own time. <laughs> I like to just watch a movie. I don't need to solve a mystery while I'm watching it. Like just let me enjoy it. You don't really, you're not, you don't, you're not like every fucking Star Wars nerd out there and you don't have your Gamergate serial killer board with strings pointing at. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> Although, oh man, you know what I love more than anything is when someone links to an article and it's called, you won't believe this fan theory. Oh my God. About fucking the land before time or whatever. Like, <laughs> the, the land before time was actually set in the Friends universe. Yeah. And it was a, <laughs> and I'm going to prove it with 25 Phoebe had gifts. a dream. Yeah. What the heck? I'm so sick of I hate, I hate the internet. I hate it. makes it. me hate the internet. It makes me hate everything. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I think it's just like people that don't watch movies. <laughs> that like try to find an extra way to make them interesting by being like what if charlie and the chocolate factory was actually the prequel to snowpiercer like i don't understand <laughs> that's the thing going around that one of my friends posted on my wall to troll me and i do not understand how or why where that comes from right i don't get it and that's why i want I all the damn kids to get off my lawn i really do though I do too. I really I, do. I pay good money for that gardener. I'm just gonna lean. This is my 2019, my new year, new me. I'm just gonna lean into my grandma aesthetic. <laughs> new year, old you. New year, same me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but I'm not gonna fight it. Yeah, I support it because you know what? Grandma's always right. That's true. <laughs> like, and they always have candy. <laughs> and I like a candy. I like a candy. I like the stories. If it's a Werther's original, sure, I'm fine with that. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. What? Why'd you gasp? <laughs> well, because I suddenly was triggered by the memory of us discussing Suspiria um, just once this episode so far. <laughs> I love Suspiria. I love it so much, Stacey. <laughs> But so, okay, you posted a thing yesterday that had me screaming that yeah. I thought we, sh- I feel like we have to address it yeah. because like, you know, a hot take came out yesterday and the people want to know like what we feel as influencers, you know, <laughs> yeah, as a social media influencer. You yeah, know what? I posted it and then it made me so mad. I punched my phone. <laughs> did you really? I, a little bit. I did. Yeah. Oh my God. It's. It is enraged. How how to set this up? Set this up for everybody. Well, apparently, now I had read that someone asked Luca, our friend Luca, what Dario Argento thought of the remake, and he basically said, "You'll have to ask him." We had a conversation about it. <laughs> he said some nice things to me, and but you know, <clears throat> you'd have to ask him for his opinion. And so I guess somebody finally did. And uh, it seems that he didn't like it. He gave it praise on one hand, or what sounds like praise, but I think he actually meant it derisively. Oh. Do you know what I mean? When he's talking about, oh, it's beautiful this and beautiful that. But he said that it went completely against the spirit of the original film. Which, (laughs) 
just coming from Dario Argento. And my point on social media was, you fucking made Mother of Tears, which goes against the spirit of the original film more than, like, any remake ever could. But you do you, sir. I'm sorry there were no computer-generated praying mantises in it, but... Oh, my God. Yeah, if only... Look, I added a mantis. Yeah. (laughs) Why is it Tilda Swinton a mantis? It'd be great. Yeah. Like, I, do, I just don't understand. Well, I don't understand. But. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird. It incensed me a little bit. But then and I was also, like, shut up, old man. Yeah, like, come on. Let's be real. Because Suspiria is perfect. Inferno is like, ugh, Inferno is, it's not great. It's not good. I would say it's not good, but enough people love it. Um for reasons that are completely mysterious to me. Uh, and it, Mother of Tears is a giant piece of shit. I mean, it's super entertaining. Right, but it's garbage. But yeah, and it's like, and also, and the thing that I couldn't stop laughing at is like, he literally betrayed the woman that wrote the movies that made him famous. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. cut her out of the process, didn't even credit her, and yet continued to make her work for him. Mm-hmm. All uh, of his best work is associated with her. Like, what are the ones people talk about? Suspiria and Deep Red? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. Like, when but I posted like, it, like, J- your Jason commented and said, like, I'd rather know what Daria Nicolodi thinks about it. Yeah, the person that actually wrote the story that they used instead of... Uh, yeah. But they didn't... They referenced Razorwire in terms of his contributions. I don't know. Right. I, yeah. I just... <laughs> There's a reason his name rhymes with Hackio or Hacko. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's true. He's a damn hack. Well, to say it had no music, it's like, well, it didn't have Goblin, but it was like about dance, whereas the original was like, I mean, oh, it's a dance academy where we just do leg lifts five times. Yeah. <laughs> and then faint. <laughs> Yeah, and then faint. Like, the new one Which... is about art and performance and dance. Like, I just... It's yeah, just... and fascism and, and Berlin and, and the Cold War. And it's actually situated in the time that it's set in, unlike the original film. Yeah. Not to knock the original Suspiria. I'm very out <laughs> outspoken. That sounds weird. I, but I'm very open about... I love both Suspirias very much in completely different ways. Yeah, I think they're bookends or companion pieces or, you know. Yeah, I think I it's it's just weird to like anybody that, including Dario, that plays up this idea that the original somehow takes a, or that the new one somehow takes away from the original is just nuts to me because it only expands the mythos and, and, the, and it's a different take on it while still honoring Dario's story. And I, I Mm-hmm. Daisy, I love it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, can you imagine if we weren't on the same page about it? Oh, friendship's over. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> like, this podcast wouldn't, we would have stopped at episode seven or whatever. It's, but that's the thing. It's like we saw that trailer, and I think we just knew, you know, because mm-hmm. when when you see something and it it's smiling back at you and saying howdy, eyes meet across the room. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like that. Uh. The Sesame Street when the aliens see each other and they run at each other and then explode. It's just like that. (laughs) God, I love it. I know I talk about it a lot, like on social media or whatever, but here's the truth. 
I think about it way more than I actually talk about it. Oh, Madame Blanc is the image on my phone. Like when I look at my phone every other second of every day, as I like sit there and open the same six apps and close them and then reopen them and close them and reopen them. <laughs> I see Madame Blanc flashing before me almost as often as, as Susie saw her flashing through her dreams, you know? Yeah. So like, I, I am, obs- I, I'm very upfront. Like I, I honestly think it's like the best movie of the, this century so far <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean from 2000 on besides obviously besides the uh uh what's a really bad movie glass glass besides glass the spirit is my all-time favorite <laughs> for the 21st 21st 22nd what century is this i don't know <laughs> i'm timeless don't ask me i'm timeless <laughs> You're timeless to me, Stacey. Yeah, the specter in the attic. Yeah. Oh, God, I wish. Oh, which I guess ties into what we're talking about today. Hey! Movies that we watched for this. Now, these... Okay. Now, I don't have a problem with the movies that we're going to talk about, for sure. (laughs) This is always a great way to start. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was your... You said, let's watch these, and I would like to know why you chose them uh because oh first of all what they are are the house on haunted hill <laughs> both house houses on haunted hill haunted hills with the houses 1959 and 1999 and i literally chose these because i was staying in a i'm staying in a cabin for two weeks in a residency and i said i need to have to if we're gonna do this i need to watch something that i already have on dvd and that was like the closest dvd that i grabbed <laughs> and that's why I <laughs> but also also because i've really been wanting to rewatch the remake um because i have a soft spot for it you know it the remake has a very special place in my heart it does not have a special place in my special place but it does have a special place in my heart there's no there's no house on haunted hill annex in dakota stan no no no. (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah but i i do love it but it's a very personal thing for me Oh, is it? It's very personal. House it, on Hill. It is. Can you believe that? That's weird, right? <laughs> Let me set the stage. For Wait, you. is it really? Or, am yeah, I like, making I'm not fun kidding. of you? You're serious. Okay, yeah. okay. Stacy, begin. I Tell don't me. mean like it's a, like a precious moments figurine kind of special to me. You know what I mean? Like, well, you'll uh, see. I feel like now that you've brought up precious moments figurines, it has <laughs> it has to be a. <laughs> An I'm engraved, leaning into my grandma aesthetic. An engraved precious moments figurine. Oh my god, I should get one. I should have one made. Anyway, so let me set the scene. The year was whatever year it came out. Uh, 1999. I was but a wee bonnie lass living her life in New York City. Oh, and the Big Apple. And the Big Apple. The city that never sleeps. It never slept, baby. only in new york kids so i was working at borders r.i.p borders oh this really sets up the period it sure does now imagine trying to survive on eight dollars an hour while you live in new york even in 1999 dollars i 
like couldn't survive (laughs) how is that possible i had no money i had like no money between just paying my bills and like my metro card every month oh stacy you're a testament to the human experience yeah i had like no money so and also working at borders was like kind of fun but also a drag because it was retail you know and people yeah and i'm not cut out for retail at all so You know, the fact that I had no money just made it even worse. And it all came to a head one busy day when I was taking a break around the lunch hour. And I was talking to a friend of mine and we were both commiserating about the job and like, ah, I'm broke all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then I had a light bulb moment. And I said to myself, I don't have to work here. (gasps) Isn't that the best realization? It really is, because you just feel trapped in this cycle, you know? Yeah. It's almost like... It's like Leslie Gore starts playing like you don't own me in your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like very liberating. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't have to work here. And so I went into the office and I said, what do I need to do to quit this job? <laughs> <laughs> how do I How do I get the hell out of here? How do I quit? And she said, um, punch out and tell me you're quitting. And I was like, okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I went and I punched out and I went in and I said, I quit. And it was lunchtime. And so the lunchroom was like, had some people in it. And I said, everybody, I just quit. And everybody started clapping. They were pounding on the table. They were like, stay, see, stay. I swear to God, this is totally true. This did like, not happen. This is a hundred fucking percent true. Stay, oh stay, see. And I just felt like a woman of the world. <laughs> And it was like 1.30 in the afternoon. I get outside and I'm like, there was a little voice in my head going, you didn't have any money before and you just quit your job. (laughs) And I was like, fuck you, voice, I feel great. And so I like, I walked from the bookstore to Times Square and I went into the Virgin Megastore, which also dates this like crazy. Yeah. Virgin Megastore was a fucking shit. It was like two stories of books and movies and music and all this and they had a movie theater on the bottom level there's a movie theater there was a movie theater and it truly is a megastore it is i think it's the toys r us now that used to be the virgin megastore in times square and (laughs) so i went to that movie theater i took my last like ten dollars that i had i bought snacks and i sat down and watched a little movie called the house on haunted hill and how did you feel I felt like the queen of the fucking world. I have never felt so free or liberated in my life. Oh. Uh, it was in the afternoon. Like, I wasn't supposed to be there. I don't even know how many people were in the theater. I feel like I was by myself. And I just had my snacks, watched this movie, had a grand old time, put my troubles away, went home that night and told my girlfriend, like, I quit my job. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, I just, it was the best day. It was the best fucking day. I love that. I had the time of my life. And I I owe it all to rash decisions. (laughs) I can't, I still can't believe the entire, like, Borders crew. Who they I were imagine, chanting and I imagine everyone's like everyone's like covered in coal and in like overalls. <laughs> yeah. Even though they just are like s- sorting books and like making coffee. Yeah. And then like and they're all clapping for you. Oh, and then you got to go celebrate with Allie Larder and Famke Jensen and mm-hmm. and Bridget Wilson. What a day. 
Oh, and wow. a big diet coke and a snack, and a sna- and I bet I bet I bet that was that was at least under fifteen dollars in that day. It was a nineteen ninety nine, so it wasn't too bad. Plus, it was a matinee, so that's what you pay for a discounted ticket nowadays. Yeah, so it was it was just the best day, and so I just enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. It's the perfect movie I could have seen for that day. Yeah. It is, and it's also like there's this there's kind of a rebellious spirit of liberation in the film to some extent. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I was a rebellious liberated woman, let me tell you. I would not I mean, I guess I would have fond feelings about the movie I saw that day, but it's like it just wouldn't have been as like I wasn't in the mood to watch like Schindler's List, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you you can't follow up a slow clap and people chanting your name with Schindler's List. Right. I like, mean, although I guess impossible. in terms of like freedom and liberation, that probably would have been a good choice. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, House on Haunted Hill, it was probably the only horror movie that was playing. It was just the best day ever. And then a week later, I started walking dogs and I was making more money than I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Oh my God. Lady Dog Walker. Lady Dog Walker. That was me. So I don't know. I don't know if anybody can just quit their job like that in today's economy. But in 1999, my friends, it was a different world. See, when is Greta Gerwig making that movie? That's the one I want to watch. <laughs> no, she's going to fucking make Little Women because we need another Little Women. Because she's like, how can I just continue to only work with white women? No um, <laughs> Let's make Little Women. I saw the cast photo and I was just like, Oy. <laughs> Emma Stone as the blonde one. Meryl Streep as... <laughs> Saoirse Ronan, yeah. And Timothy Chalamet, who has to be in everything now. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I, I love Greta Gerwig. I don't know why I'm... But I just... I saw a little... I was just like, no. I... I... I love her in House of the Devil. And... Yeah. I love Frances Ha. Yeah, her movies are good. I, Lady Bird rubbed me the wrong way, but I wasn't have complicated feelings. I wasn't a huge fan of Lady Bird, but... I just... I felt like, you know... I don't know. I, was, I didn't understand why another coming of age story deserved any <laughs> recognition. <laughs> it was a nice Francis Ha prequel. It was a great Francis Ha prequel. Laurie Metcalf was fantastic driving to that airport, but yes. other, other than that, I felt nothing. Yeah, I thought I should have enjoyed it more than I did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Anyway. So if she wants to make the movie about my day of liberation, she can buy the rights to my story. Stacy goes out. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy goes out. Spends her last little bit of money. Mm. Oh, it's like Mrs. Dalloway, except you don't throw yourself out a window at the end. Does she do that? No, that's in the hours. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I thought you were going to say it's like Mrs. Doubtfire, and I was going to completely like, agree. Stacy goes out with his hello, covered hello! in whipped cream. <laughs> and then I set my tits on fire. You, you try to kill Pierce Brosnan <laughs> with some pepper. Yep. <laughs> threw fruit at him <laughs> yeah i want to watch that yeah <laughs> and I leslie nielsen is stacy ponder in <laughs> stacy goes out <laughs> oh god oh, man. oh be beautiful i'd give the rights away for that story yeah to oh in a hot second I, I, I already sold the rights actually so uh <laughs> maybe we well, should do a scripted podcast about it <gasps> hey there's a thunk yeah yeah that'd be a good one 
People so for sure tune in. So the point is, I love the house on Haunted Hill. So how did you feel rewatching the remake, having not had a slow clap and a chant following you into well, the theater this time? Um, I thought, wow, what a time capsule. <laughs> what a time capsule. Fucking Lisa Loeb. Oh my God. When they get in the elevator and it's her and, and Spike. Um, and James Marsters, yeah. What yeah. I was just like screaming, and then fucking Marilyn Manson, sweet dreams all made all there, and it's just like, oh, oh this can't. And then there's a blockbuster thing, like they show blockbuster, and then Chris Kattan shows up, and I'm like, holy, oh my god, Chris shit. Kattan. It's like, is it is how to tell? Is this a is this a horror movie from the late '90s, from like 1998 to 2001? Is there a Marilyn Manson intro song? Oh god. Is it is it Sweet Dreams or Disposable Teens? It's one of the two. God, what a dirge. <laughs> dirge. Right? Like, <laughs> I have to say, so the the original House on Haunted Hill I had never seen before. Um and actually part of why I also chose that was because I'm uh, I'm actually bringing Vincent Price's daughter, Victoria Price, out to my theater to do a screen a couple screenings with her. Mm. And so I'm watching all the Vincent Price movies I haven't seen to try to get some ideas for what we're going to show uh, when she's there. And so I had never seen the original House on Haunted Hill. I was shocked at how similar these two movies are, but also different in totally different ways. Yes. Um, and I actually have to say, I think I, I think I actually still love the remake, and I think I prefer the remake at this point. It's fun. Yeah, like it's, it's still for as dated as it is, and some stuff just doesn't work, and you know whatever. It's like it's still a fun movie. And here's the thing: is like at the time. I felt like it was easy. It was really easy to knock like the castle film, the castle remakes or like the ghost house pictures films. But like when I think back now on the things that I enjoyed the most, it was like the schlockier, weirder thing, like the outcast weirdo ghost movies where there was maybe a little. So I'm, oh, I was going to say like too much CGI and stuff, but then I'm like, that just sounds like I'm talking about the haunting remake, which. Which, for some reason, like, that's unbearable, but it's also a remake of a perfect movie. Right. There Whereas, is like, that. Haunting, or House on Haunted Hill, which is, it, the titles are so, like, similar, it's impossible not to mix them up at this point. But, um, House on Haunted Hill was already schlocky to begin with. Right. As, it's, as it's a William campy. Castle film. It's yeah. really campy. So it's like, this really lent itself to... <laughs> the, that that certain time in the 90s just like like other the the films that followed that like 13 ghosts i also kind of love that movie or like mm-hmm. um ghost ship i like <laughs> yeah like they're, they're fun well the prop the haunting took itself way too seriously first of all you're remaking a perfect film and you're doing yeah. a bad second of yeah, all it took itself circus so music. seriously that like and it just resulted in a fucking train wreck but if they had done it as like a like more campy or something like this i don't know like it could have maybe been salvageable and maybe ghost saying the ledger eleanor (laughs) might like (laughs) might be a little bit more enjoyable than just like embarrassingly quotable oh my gosh yeah no this one i think it has a sense of camp and it's just fun and it's meant to be like a spook house good time. Yeah. And I, I was shocked because the 90s, like 
there's that 90s horror style like the like twitchy ghosts (laughs) twitchy ghosts everything is like a little glitchy or jumps ahead Mm -hmm. um there's there's like some jump cutting like there's a lot of wacky angles like what what would happen if the the frame of the shot was kind of diagonal huh (laughs) (laughs) you know that that style is just like so grating on me but in this one they're even as like as awful and campy as the aesthetics are in this i somehow the style works i think yeah. and i i don't understand how that works because it by all means this movie shouldn't work but it's just it's so fun it's fun i think that's, that's what like, it is more than anything else is it's fun that's actually like what i love about it was like the beginning when it's 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 they kind of play on the william castle cheesiness of like you know when when he did the original house on haunted hill in 59 it was like he presented it in emergo right <laughs> yeah yeah where the skeleton would like come flying out over the audience <laughs> yeah. and stuff oh, i love william castle oh my god it's so or like the tingler and like you know they put the shock panels and under the seats and like and it's it's actually really funny because then hitchcock like hitchcock ended up doing psycho because he was so impressed by um the like the box office and popular reception of house on haunted hill and then he kind of applied those same that same marketing scheme with like the oh nobody can enter the film after it started and no one can talk about what happens in it and it was like it's it's that sort of like 4d old school like showman experience you know Mm mm-hmm and I like that they they took they kind of referenced that by taking the Vincent Price character from the original and just combining Vincent Price and William Castle and turning them into Jeffrey Rush, mm-hmm. and like it opens with that that this, his new theme park and it's like you keep thinking they're gonna die in the elevator ride or that the roller coaster is like broken and they're gonna die, but it's actually just like a a, a, a ride, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's somehow like I got even like, oh my God, they're going to die on this roller coaster and they're going to fly right off and it's going to be like Final Destination. And I like, I get unsettled. But then I don't know. It's it's just, it's so simple and yet so effective for being so cheesy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, well, and also like, I mean, Jeffrey Rush is, you know, proven to be a lech, but he's a good actor, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, is. Che- what jeffrey rush his existence confuses me (laughs) i guess i just don't understand i was like he's running around shirtless like in the last part of the movie yeah and i'm like is this supposed to be alluring (laughs) like who's the target audience here yeah yeah i was very perplexed but yeah he's a good actor i love him in elizabeth as sir francis walsingham right but it just like Uh, it helps this movie that like the people, like, they're all kind of, especially Famke Jensen. Oh. Jeffrey Rush. I mean, she's she's perfect. She can stab me with a scalpel. I will stab myself with a scalpel if she wants me to. You know? Famke Jensen. This, I mean, this cast is actually, also, the cast is great. Like, yeah. And it is, you couldn't ask for a more 90s cast with Lisa Lieb and, and Chris Kattan and Spike and, um, like, I just have to give a quick moment of massive fan service appreciation for Bridget Wilson in this movie. <laughs> Cause Bridget Wilson, it, like I love her so much as Helen Shivers sister, Elsa. And I know what you did last summer. Oh, right. 
And then seeing her again in this, except she looks just like Missy Pyle for some reason. And she's like walking around with that, <laughs> that hilarious like camcorder where you would, you could like hold it and you could turn the, um, that was cutting edge shit, the man. lens up and down. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Ooh, it's like a, it's like a gyro camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's also weird that they cast her in Ally Larder. It's like, you guys pretty much look exactly the same. One of you has hair up, one has hair down. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, maybe uh, put glasses on her for a seat. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So weird. Yeah. But it's a a good cast. Like, yeah. And Famke Jensen, let me tell you, I'm a super fan. Yeah. I just have to say that right now. Yeah. I love her in everything. I love when she does genre stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Except, except for the Eli Roth show on Netflix. I, I tried. Oh, the werewolf thing. Yeah, the werewolf thing. I tried, and not even her or Lily Taylor could save that show. Um, although I did love that they gave her a British accent in <laughs> the first season, and like it was kind of weird. So then in the second season, they're like, "Oh, she she got amnesia, and now she doesn't have a British accent anymore <laughs> <laughs> because that's how amnesia works." <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah I love her. I love that she always seems cranky. Yeah, and she's always like mm, Jeffrey. Like she's she's yeah, she ready to no give a talking to. Your shit. She has no time. And as the lascivious, uh, sultry, two-timing, like was it Annabelle? Was she Annabelle in this? One? Was that did they change her name from the first one? I can't remember. Because Annabelle Evelyn, isn't like Evelyn. Evelyn. Yeah, yeah. Because Annabelle isn't like a. A sexy, sultry, she's gonna backstab you name. No, but it is a doll that'll kill you. But now she's a haunted doll in the in the Shilama James Wan expanded Marvel universe. <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Every movie must be connected. Oh god. Did you know Annabelle was a doll in the background of Snowpiercer, which was the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Like- oh my god, your fan theories <laughs> blowing my mind. And it was all a heroin dream by Phoebe and friends. <laughs> like I remember that storyline where Phoebe got hooked on heroin. Yeah, was- what the <laughs> It was dark, but they were. She there. was she was hallucinating everyone and yeah. Yeah. Was- <laughs> Not a good time. Um, wait, Famke Jensen? Yeah, anyway. (laughs) I just love her so much in this role. I love, like, when, and it was so funny because I hadn't watched the original first and I forgot about the twist, like, midway through where Famke is getting, like, electrocuted by, conceivably by the evil ghost doctor. Oh my god, okay, yeah. And, like, the the main difference in this from the original is, like, the original, it is all set up, right? Right. And then, like, in this one, there actually are, like, ghosts. And also, instead of being in, like, a weird Frank Lloyd Wright house that for some reason is a Victorian mansion inside uh, it. Well, <laughs> uh, they're in a fucking, like, 50-story tower house. And yet, they spend their entire time in the basement in the basement so so they don't use this tower at all the tower has like a room that's just that old Lionsgate logo yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like just a bunch of giant cogs turning that's amazing and shit happens but they just they're in this like dirty disgusting cramped basement the entire the whole time 
Yeah. And it's banana. Yeah. It's ludicrous. It's it's, it's at, just computer. It, yeah, it's so funny at the very end when they're just sitting at the top of this tower and it's just like, what what where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did you get up there? You were on yeah. the first floor. You like you went the... from the basement to the first floor. Yeah, right. <laughs> then again, let's not forget that apparently the house hacked into Jeffrey Rush's laptop. To yes. create the guest oh, list. <laughs> I I love internet ghosts. I was yeah. so excited. Um there there was also this amazing part. Oh my god, where is it in my notes? I had to write down this line. Uh oh yeah, when they're talking about their brains like it is a masterclass in drunk screenwriting when <laughs> when they're like, it was the house that made the guest list. Yeah. And and they're like, but how would that happen? And Chris Catan goes, I don't know, light beams, sound waves, electricity, whatever. <laughs> saying all that i thought i was like i would never be able to do that yeah. as a writer <laughs> but and, but how free speaking of freedom and rebellion like how liberating would it be to oh. just hand wave shit like to write whatever you want and be like obviously the house hacked into his computer and typed up a guest list on that microsoft word document <laughs> how and, i don't and, know electricity <laughs> light beams whatever light beams it's hacking i don't get it do you and then and then they follow that up and ali larder goes wait into an online computer through the internet (laughs) (laughs) so it was also new yeah it's like it's like that our our preferred era of like booting up jpegs exactly i love it Go, you know, log on to your AOL through your uh your red or orange or blue colored iMac. You remember those? <laughs> yes, oh god, yeah. Surf the net. Surf the net. Jack into the system. The house Jack is jacking. That you should have of- been the tagline. The house is jacking. <laughs> the house is jacking. <laughs> yeah, I think House on Haunted Hill. If if this movie needed anything more, or was lacking anything, I needed more ghosts, like ghosts doing Postmates or like <laughs> or map questing. Like it prints out it a, map a map quest. Map quest. Yes, for to show the people how to get to the house. Oh and also, can, it's why do they keep calling it a house? It's a hospital. It's like, a hospital. It wasn't a bad design for a hospital. Like. <laughs> It's literally like 50 stories high. <laughs> it's not a house. It's not a house. And yet even the doctor was performing operations in the fucking basement. Why didn't you just have a basement only? That's the only place you went. Do you think like they just the stairs weren't up to code and so everyone just had to stay in the basement and nobody ever fixed it? Like oh, it probably. doesn't They were like, oh, "What about the patients on the 50th floor? I'm not fucking walking up to the 50th floor. Are you kidding me?" <laughs> They're just peeing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll die off. Whatever. It's just like every other mental institution in the last pretty, century. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fucking computer ghosts. God, computer ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because, yeah, in the original, there aren't ghosts. Like, right. There's some amazing spooky moments of, like, this could be a ghost that are hilarious. Like, like uh, when she 
when she turns around and there's that that terrifying woman just with her face and then she like kind of levitates past her in the hallway mm-hmm. like scared the bejesus out of me yeah um also i have never been more in love in my life than seeing a skeleton on strings oh. pushing a woman into a vat of acid <laughs> <laughs> The original, if anything, taught me don't keep a vat of acid in your house. Yeah, like if like if you have like a trap door, you probably don't need to fill it full of acid don't and just fill leave it, it there. Acid. Like just yeah, because because a skeleton will come up and push you into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then in this one, they do have ghosts. They don't just have skeletons on strings. Sadly, right. Um, they also don't have vats of acid, which is kind of shocking that they didn't play into that. Yeah, they had the vat of blood. They have the oh, they do. They do have the vat of blood, and then there's the um, <laughs> the giant crazy zoetrope machine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm you not go- sure. What was the goal of the zoetrope machine? Was it to make mentally ill people more mentally ill? That they say it makes them, it makes the crazy sane, and it makes the sane crazy. I see. And it's literally just a device for Jeffrey Rush to get more wacky. Like, (laughs) hey, you want to watch a giant cartoon ghost? (laughs) And they just put him in there, (laughs) shake up Jeffrey, and then he comes out ready to. Oh my gosh! Be himself. Be a creep. The darkness. The computer oh, the darkness, darkness cloud. So I've historically always looked back very fondly on this film and and really loved it. Uh, except when I check out, is that fucking computer ghost? Because <laughs> like the other the other twitchy ghosts are fine by all intents and purposes. Like when she when Bridget Wilson is walking around and she's filming and. There's nothing in front of her, but then on her camera, she sees them doing the surgery, but then they look up at her. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a little creepy. Yeah. Um, but then the compute, the fucking computer ghost, where it's like, oh, it's like a giant, it's basically like the, a ghost version of like a Rorschach print. Yes. Like, an, it's like an ink blot with like, with like a Katamari ball with waffles <laughs> stuck to it. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> A haunted Katamari ball. It's a haunted Katamari waffle maker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With Famke Jansen face. And I was, I, I mean, Famke dying was like a bummer because I really loved her journey. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I, I like, I was, oh, that's where I was going. I was like really weirded out when like Peter Gallagher like finds her after she's been electrocuted and he's like being sexy with this corpse. And I was like, oh, why is this happening? Right. But then we get the twist that they're actually lovers and they're in on it. And he f- helped fake her death and all this stuff and with his magical. Five seconds later. Yeah. And then she just kills him. And then she's like, says something cool. And then she sees Jeffrey Rush and she like st- stabs him or shoot whatever. And she says something cool. And then she gets eaten <laughs> by the darkness. <laughs> but like, I was, I was rooting for her villainy the whole way through. Oh, for sure. Because she's fucking hot. She's Famke Jensen. I love her and everything. That's why I said she could stab me with a scalpel. Yeah, any day. Any day. Did I think you ever... I was... Huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that I think I was most fascinated, though, by the Bridget Wilson character. Because she's like... She was a news person, but now she's fallen from grace. And so she's 
videotaping because that's going to be her way to get back into fame and fortune is by making something that ends up on America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> and when they're everybody's giving their occupations and Peter Gallagher's like, oh, I'm a doctor and I'm this, I'm that. And she just says, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> See? Drunk screenwriting masterclass. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just put the most basic information like hey um, uh, I'm, she's a celebrity i'm a celebrity guys I'm a celebrity but you know <laughs> i'm gonna film some weird shit that'll get on america's funniest home videos i mean she might actually be the first instagram influencer like by those standards <laughs> <laughs> what do you do i'm an asshole i walk around with a camera i'm a celebrity like right. she's, I she's instagram the, uh, i want to see the adjacent film that's like from her perspective like the found footage film her movie that's of- from her perspective yeah <laughs> Of just her walking through a basement alone for some reason for half the movie. Yeah, and like filming her trip up there in the car <laughs> while Marilyn Manson plays. And, hey know, guys. Hey guys, whatever happens, I am not going to stop filming. <laughs> oh my god, where is that spinoff? I need it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. It's fun. It's, yeah, it's... It's still got it. Even that, even that fucking Katamari ghost, like, it's just, it's stupid, but I don't, but then Chris Kattan gets eaten by it, and then ghost Chris Kattan comes back to open the door to help them out. (laughs) Think about what you just said. (laughs) What world are we living in? Ghost Chris Kattan. Ghost, just Chris Kattan. First. Ghost Chris Catan comes back. <laughs> I mean, he is a little the ledger, Eleanor. He no, is. <laughs> yeah. I love, and I love how they're like, let's get Chris Catan to play against type. So he's like angry. Annoying. Yeah. He's like angry and annoying. Yeah. It's, it's against type. Let's put glasses on him. Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. I feel, you know what? I actually looked him up last night because I was like, where, like, what's what happened to him where and just reading his history and everything i felt really kind of bad for him because it was always like well it was like he would film a pilot and then it doesn't get picked up and then he would make an episode of this and it would get canceled and he was on reality show and he was the first one eliminated and then he was on this reality show and he was the first one eliminated he he doesn't even he doesn't even make it on celebrity big brother they just put him on regular big brother (laughs) (laughs) he's still eliminated first (laughs) yeah and it was like he got i think it was was it his profile like he got engaged in like they got married on june 28th and they filed for separation on august 2nd like nothing fucking works out for chris Catan. chris Catan is like like the original thinner like he ran over a romany person (laughs) and he got cursed and the the, yeah they were like first one eliminated yeah (laughs) that's his curse she brushes his face (laughs) yeah I did that motion while I'm sitting here. I just did it too across yeah. the <laughs> It's almost it's almost um it's almost superiorum adjacent. Mm. Except she's more of a she's more of a down from the from the top. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Th- thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
That's what we need is the epilogue with that person. Yeah, that's our, our invisible after credit sequence for every episode. <laughs> it's us doing that past them. I can't stop making these hand motions now. I look like I'm doing interpretive dance. I'm like in an episode of the OA right now. It's wild. Chris Kattan, 1999, baby. Do you know who, okay, do you know who's Chris Kattan adjacent that should be in this film and who I wish had the biggest career right now still? Um, is Sherry O'Terry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved her so much. And she was great in the scary movie. But yeah. why, why she, I don't know. They could have, they should have just replaced, like, instead of Chris Kattan, they should have cast Sherry O'Terry in this movie. Should have cast anybody. Yeah, I'll say, <laughs> that's, I'll that's say, I'm not afraid to go there. Oh, oh, Stacy is issuing oh, the hot shit. takes. Oh, dip! Mm-hmm. Come on, Buzzfeed. Here's here's the here's the mind blowing twist. <laughs> here's my fan theory. It that could have happened just fine with anybody else in that role. <laughs> that's my fan theory. Did I blow your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's a question uh is jeffrey rush's character closeted (gasps) oh why does famke jensen or evelyn i suppose i should say she makes like two or three jokes quote unquote about him like in the fellas she does, doesn't she? That like kind of went over my head, which is weird because I am the person that's always watching this shit, like trying to insert queer content where there is none, you right. know? Yeah. Where I'm, I'm, I mean, that's my fan theory on the internet is like, uh, I, Tanya, is actually entirely about gay people. Like, you know. Like <laughs> yeah, every, well, my default setting is gay until proven otherwise. Yes, everyone is gay. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know. But that totally went over my head. Yeah. yeah. But it would make sense because it's like, why do they hate each other? Like, he's rich. She's hot. Like, uh-huh. why do you two hate each other? And it's like, did he marry her for, is she his beard and she just hates him? And Oh, and maybe he, and and, and he never introduced her to the Lady Chilton. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he, like, doesn't respond to her jibes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got he's got that weird pencil mustache, and he's running around with his shirt open at the end. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's something there, Stacy. I think I think he's got is. some. I think he's got some repressed stuff. But also, can she be a lesbian, and that's why she just kills Peter Gallagher? Yes, because I would be so happy. Well, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh my God! Did you ever watch um, How to Get Away with Murder? No. So, okay, there was, like, a brief moment on that show. I, I've only seen, like, <laughs> I've only seen up till this episode that I'm about to talk about. But <laughs> Viola Davis and Famke Jensen were girlfriends, like, what? previously. Yeah, and so there's a whole episode. Where I gotta go, I gotta not... go watch it, bye! Yep, bye! <laughs> See you later, Stacey! <laughs> the call you are trying to place cannot be. Wow. Yeah, there's a whole episode where it's just the two of them making out, Viola fucking Davis and Famke Jensen. And I was like, has it taken this long for Famke to play gay? Because I can't, I, I feel like she has before, but I think that might have been the first instance that I can I think I feel of. like I would know if she did. I mean, like even I, though like... My Jensen sense would tingle. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like the, the Death Star explo- or explodes Alderaan. And you're like, I felt something. Yeah. As if... Millions <laughs> of lesbians suddenly got horny. <laughs> and then we're misted. Exactly. Like, I feel like I would know. Yeah, yeah. There would be... It would be in the zeitgeist. You'd feel it, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, Famke does not make out with Viola Davis in House on Haunted Hill, but that's another choice they could have put in there along with Sherry O'Terry. Yeah, I like our Sorry. movie better. I like this one, but ours is shaping up to be much better so far. <laughs> what did we take away from House on Haunted Hill? Jeffrey Rush is gay. <laughs> Famke Jensen is gay. Everybody's gay. Everybody's gay. Violet Davis should make out with Famke Jensen and Sherry O'Terry should be in it. Perfect movie. As long as the house does more hacking. Yeah. I really want to lead it. I want the house to get on the dark web. Yeah, I need a sequence where the house is trying to guess the password, but it's like, well, wait, there's always a back door. And then it like type, 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 type. It brings up its Juno email and it sends itself a file, type, type, type. And then it, it brings up Microsoft or MS DOS. And then it says, I'm in. <laughs> We're in. House on Haunted Hill at earthlink.net. Yeah. And then they, it just starts printing my Angel Fire guest book <laughs> like, through, their, through their, their like fax machine with all the holes on the side of the paper. Dot matrix, baby. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> into an online computer through the internet <laughs> so good a sequel to this there was a sequel what yeah return to the house on haunted hill it's one no! of those movies oh! that like it's trash and i know it's trash but after watching this last night i was like but was it trash the sequel <laughs> because on the surface of things like it's really stupid it's some fucking tomb raider bullshit where it's like Allie larder's sister has to go back into the house because there's an artifact in the house for some reason whatever and the what? point is there's a lesbian in it so i'm now i'm oh. like how could it be bad with all of that happening <laughs> that honestly that i mean if there's a lesbian in it and she's Allie larder's sister sign me up yeah, she gets seduced by like two naked lady ghosts of course she oh jeffrey combs comes back for it yeah and it was this thing that that like it was ahead it was like a bandersnatch ahead of its time that supposedly when you watched it in HD or something you could like choose your own adventure a little bit. Oh my god, what? Yeah. It Man, was- House on Return to House on Haunted Hill. It is like pioneering some shit. Mhm. Whoa, it was 2007. That's like way late. It's for- way late. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. A team of researchers dares to come in looking for a precious statue, (laughs) a satanic (laughs) idol who is believed to possess demonic powers. You know, we thought we thought the main issue in this house was the ghosts of all the people that were tortured in this asylum and there was a fire and they were all dead. No, it was actually just a statue was the problem. Maybe the statue is the one doing the hacking, too. Does Famke Jensen come back in the in a in her Katamari form? I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. I think Ali Larder's like, in it maybe for five seconds. Like they get rid of her too. She like kills herself. I think. Oh, rude. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagining Famke rolling around, being like, 
<laughs> you have to country you have to collect more coins <laughs> yeah so that i mean it's probably i mean i'm it's garbage but it's getting that rumpelstiltskin effect oh rumpelstiltskin i'm like lesbians lesbian ghosts yep artifacts sign me up i mean for real sometimes sometimes you know you know what you like and it just it speaks to you yeah yeah <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm just a simple girl. <laughs> With simple needs. Simple needs. <laughs> Artifacts and lesbian ghosts. That's so hard. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> so House on Haunted Hill. I think people I mean, I feel like the consensus is people like it. Even yeah, if it's, even if they acknowledge it's not good. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's 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 like one of those cheesy rides you see in the beginning of the movie. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I suggest quitting your job on like on the spur of the moment without a second thought, without any concern for your future or well-being. Just quit your job and then watch it. Yeah. All those millennials are killing industry anyway. <laughs> so come on, quit your job, watch House on Haunted Hill, have a good time. Have a good time, baby. <laughs> It'll all work out, right? I mean, until the CGI Katamari shows up and you're like, really? <laughs> until Chris Kattan shows up and you're like, oh, really? <laughs> In the second minute of the movie. <laughs> oh, Chris Kattan. Poor Chris Kattan. R.I.P. Chris Kattan. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. That's my thoughts. What a good time. House on Haunted Hill. Stacy, do we have a listener, a question? We sure as heck do. This, oh my gosh. I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask the question. Yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah ask, ask, ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> the question this week comes from Donna's. Stunners. From what? Stunners. S- oh, Stunners. Stunners. Oh, yes. Yeah. How could I forget ye, Stunna's? Uh, uh, the post scream teen slashers and sequels. <gasps> okay. What do okay. you think I'm about here. them? And do you have a favorite? Oh. Oh. Which Alexandra West is the one to talk about this too. For real? She just wrote a book on it, right? She sure did. Yeah. Oh, wow. I Here's the thing. I was I was coming of age during that era, mm-hmm. so I love those films. Um, I mean, Scream for me, like for me, my slasher education really began with Halloween, and then what was popular and coming out at the same time as I was first seeing that was Scream. Mm. Um, so I am I am a deep Scream girl. Like I, it's one of my very favorite movies. Watching when we did a screening for queer horror, like watching that again in the theater for the very first time, like was mind blowing. And like, I was like weeping in happiness. I <laughs> love that movie so much. Um, if I see one more like wash jean or 90s, like turtleneck with the ribs on it, like oh, mm. I'm just so happy to be back in that era. But um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I love them. I'm like trying to think of what are those films? So there's like Scream. Obviously, I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Urban Legend. Um, I, Urban Legend, Cherry Falls. I still know what you did last summer. Yeah. Uh, Scream 2, Scream 3. Valentine. Does, Valentine. When do you, when does that era end? Because I'm like, in my mind, I keep thinking like that could extend as far as like 
Black Xmas and like Sorority Row and My Bloody Valentine, but I kind of feel like that's a different era. That, that feels was, like, like a different era. I would put like 2001, probably. Yeah. Like some random date in 2001, like September movies... 11th. Let's just say after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because then we got kind of, we went into like the xenophobic, like torture porny kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Slashers sort of came back after like, after we were all tired of George W., I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So, like, let's go back to the But then the they Clinton were strictly era. remakes. Like, that's the thing about the 90s is that like, they were still original films. They weren't, yeah, that's they true. weren't all successful. Yeah. But... I feel like, I mean, we all know my feelings on Urban Legend because I brought it up so many times on our, like, <laughs> listener questions. For some reason, Urban Legend is always my answer to listener questions. And it maybe is the same case this time. Um, even though it's funny because I've only seen that movie once and it was when it came out. <laughs> and... <laughs> and yet, you have your Westworld full of Rebecca Gayhart robots. I have a Westworld full of Rebecca Gayhart. Like, Rebecca Gayhart is so deeply ingrained in my memory because of that film. Well, she was the... Well, not Vaseline. Noxima. She was the Vaseline girl. No, the Noxima she girl. Was. She, she was the Noxima girl. Like, she was wholesome. She was the Noxima girl. Yeah, until she ran over that person with her car. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was after Urban Legend, right? Yeah, but everyone was doing it. Brandy, her. It was Matthew Broderick, I think. Matthew Broderick, Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. Everyone was doing it. Was, you know, fads come and go. <laughs> We were doing the Macarena and running people over. What do you want? Stacy, how do you feel about these movies? Um As I after I've just praised them as like an intricate part of my my coming to personhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean Scream like gosh. It opened a door that didn't there wasn't always good stuff waiting on the other side, and my god, the imitators are still kind of going to this day, but Scream was a revelation oh yeah i mean there's you can't really understate the impact that it had on the genre yeah it saved horror from itself it saved horror from itself and it resurrected a subgenre and created a new one basically yeah hugely important horror film um i like cherry falls but i'm not sure if i actually like cherry falls or i just love britney murphy so much i was gonna say britney murphy is what does it right yeah like is anyone watching that for jay moore (laughs) (laughs) well my secret (laughs) (laughs) your cabinet in in your house with just (laughs) pictures of his face with the eyes cut out (laughs) yeah yeah i like to wear them while i jerk off sorry i don't know why i said that That i mean it's true but i don't know why i told you no i was like this like golem ghost (laughs) oh gross no you know i mean i think cherry falls is clever yeah um or at least the conceit is clever but my love for britney murphy kind of elevates it i think britney murphy is better than 99 percent of the material she's in yeah oh god like She's a perfect, perfect angel. Rest in power forever, Brittany Murphy. Gone too soon. Yeah. Gone too soon, for real. Yeah. And I know I've mentioned it here before, but I do like Valentine also. 
because oh, it to me it feels the most like a classic slasher film out of all of these like i think i i was <clears throat> uh not too old for these films but i wasn't 15 when these came out yeah so they don't have quite the impact on me that they do you that was a very pointed you stacy <laughs> <laughs> again about how you were like an early teen reading final girl please tell me again because it makes me feel youthful and vibrant let me fucking tell you actually i actually think i i know let me bring this up every time i talk to you i do think i was a much uh, i think i was older than i've been saying because i did i did the math i did the math and i was like girl you're not as young as you want to (laughs) be who is you know that's true yeah but so i just think i wasn't like the target audience for them and as such i don't uh love them as much as many people do and i mean which isn't a knock on the films it's just kind of like you know but it's it's just like house on haunted hill or 13 ghosts or ghost ship like so many of those films from that era just aren't good right like but they are so they're fun or there's like a there's a nostalgia i think what i like is it's like the movies that i really liked this year were like the the ones that were just like derided and like terrible um uh because because it was like i i like the films that are just fun or like willing to do things different just for the sake of trying something out Mm -hmm. and a lot of those movies were just like kind of trying things out right uh like like maybe let's have Anne Hache have a confessional scene and be the killer's sister and whatever like <laughs> that's great i'm here or like i think i kind of feel like the cycle that slasher cycle also sort of extends to like the faculty too mm-hmm. um or like even the rage carry too a little like it's kind of that same era yeah. and i don't know i just i love those movies anything think- where the poster is a bunch of fresh faced young folk all lined up it's all their heads in a row lined up hands arms crossed and they're like they're like like three three quarters profile mm-hmm. um and like a good like sexy pouty squint look yeah. their heads like, are it's like her it's horizontal for something like the faculty or it's in like a nice kind of arc going out oh yeah so i would i would say my favorite is definitely scream um but i would say because the question is post scream right my next obviously and it's the one i forgot to list when i was going through names of them obviously the one and only for me is halloween h2o Mm. i oh yeah yeah love 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 that movie yeah i would say halloween h2o or valentine for me yeah I'm going to have to watch Valentine. You're like getting me worked up for it. I'm going to have to watch it. Wait for the Blu-ray because I feel like there was a lot of, I mean, I don't know. I feel weird being like, you don't see as much violence, but it's like, it was clearly there was shit cut out. Oh yeah. Well, and also like, I don't know if that was before or after Columbine, but like that was something that kind of sucked that happened with the films is like, there was a weird, crazy conservative backlash with violence on film. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because probably because all these movies had Marilyn Manson songs in them and everyone blamed Marilyn Manson for the school shootings that were just beginning to happen. There are so many things you can blame Marilyn Manson for, but not shootings. Yeah. Like maybe like slowly beginning to break down Rose McGowan to get where she's at today. Maybe like like, torturing Evan Rachel Wood. 
Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. But yeah, it's it. So then, a lot of these films ended up suffering from that. Like, where, like, I remember seeing Scream Three for the first time, and I was so. That's the only one I got to see in the theater until Scream Four came out, and then wow. ruined my life. But um, Scream Three, like, I was so excited, and then. And I was also like a teenager, so I'm like, you know, I like I'm really into the gore at that point. Right. Um, and like everyone just gets the one stab kill. Mm-hmm. And then like like Jenny McCarthy gets stabbed once in the door it like falls through a doorway and that's it, and she's dead. And I'm like, I wanna see Jenny McCarthy die a much more gruesome death. Yeah. Like I wanna see her die a long protracted death from like, like fucking weasels. <laughs> I could I could see it either way where they vaccinate her and then it goes wrong like she warns or they don't vaccinate her and we just watch her die from a cold or something. Where's that movie? Where's that movie? Damn it. Yeah, I saw Scream in the theater when it came out and it was a fucking blast. Like oh, because I could only you know the imagine. whole beginning section with Drew Barrymore and everything is legit scary. It's terrifying and it's like and it that's one instance of like casting the the casting is so perfect mm-hmm. where it's like if it was any other person but like killing america's sweetheart like and right as she was like kind of reforming as america's sweetheart too yes yeah but the audience was yelling and hooting and hollering the whole time and it was just really really fun so it was just like um scream Two when they go to the stab screening and everyone's running around in the aisles and pretty much etc yeah oh i love it yeah, I like that era. I miss, yeah, I miss it. I. It was a simpler I might, time. I might, I'm gonna have to watch Valentine. I might go back. I might. I've been wanting to rewatch The Faculty a lot too because obviously it's about Josh Hartnett and Clea Duvall being gay. Um, right. <laughs> well, why don't we the Valentine? When is Valentine coming? Out? April, maybe something like that. When it comes out, why don't we do? We should we have a little I, '90s. You, we'll do those two movies. You would, you would think they would do it like as a Valentine's Day release, but I guess that's so soon. Well, maybe they are. I don't know. Oh. I'm timeless, remember? You are timeless. <laughs> <laughs> When's Valentine come out? <laughs> May? <laughs> What's that holiday? When's Arbor Day? <laughs> yeah. That, where's that horror movie? Yeah. Actually, isn't there a... I think there's a short called Arbor Day. I'm where there sure. Is a, there, I'm a, sure there's, there's a like shitty a tree. short horror film for every holiday. And I've probably made all of them, but boxing. I've boxing made all of them. Yeah. <laughs> boxing day would be great. When's Valentine? Did you look at it? It's February twelfth. Yeah, so right before Valentine's Day. Wow, they're smarter than me. <laughs> they're like they're... <laughs> the shock factory is like, guys, guys, guys. We release Valentine right before valentine's day yeah. <laughs> yeah. and me their marketing executive is like uh have you considered april <laughs> maybe a 420 release huh yeah. uh-huh. kids like drugs <laughs> i've heard they do anyway <laughs> You, you get fired. There's no slow clap. You don't go watch House on Hill. <laughs> exactly. Go directly to my cardboard box. Yeah. With the sad Charlie Brown Put music. Put on my playing. Jay Moore mask. <laughs> and have one last good time. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
a haunted tome made out of skin. It's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god. god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha <laughs> ha